The games are underway and DraftKings is bringing you to the podium. DraftKings free-to-play pools are available every day of the games in Tokyo and offering a free shot at up to $50,000 in total cash prizes. That is up to $50,000, Taylor. $50,000 up for grabs. And the best part is, is that it's free to play. Wow, what a deal. So DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. You just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. I mean, it's summer. Who doesn't love pools? Mm. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think will happen during that day's events and track your results throughout the evening to see if you will achieve a victory. Questions will range from medal count to questions specific to the USA team. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $50,000 in total cash prizes every day of the games in Tokyo. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Savers presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. As always, I'm Brendan. I'm Taylor. And Taylor, we have literally nothing to talk about today. There is simply no news that has come up since we last recorded on Sunday for our Monday episode. So everybody, you get the special treat of, yeah, you get the special treat of Taylor and I trying to figure out what we're going to talk about on the fly. We got into our our Zoom call and we literally said to each other, there's nothing to talk about. Should we just shoot the shit and see what we come up with for 15 minutes? And we said yes. So here we are. Taylor, how's your day today? It's pretty okay day. I don't really have any complaints. I was able to get some laundry and dishes done while I was working today. So that's that's a positive. I'm heading to uh, Putin Bay uh for a bachelor party this weekend is that uh like vladimir putin's private resort or putin bay (laughs) yeah very cool very cool who's getting married well vladimir putin oh of course duh yeah again i assume (laughs) good for Uh, him my my good friend nick konatovsky um of saint bonaventure fame ah of course shannon's fiance yes Yes, Shannon of St. Ambrose fan. Love, love them. Great, great folks there. That'll be yeah. fun. How long are you going for? Three days. Uh, really just two days, actually. I mean, I'm off Friday, so we're going up on Friday, and I'll be back by Sunday night to do this podcast. Hopefully, there'll be more to talk about. Well, but- here's, a, here's a question for you here, then. <laughs> oh. Do you think that we will have more to talk about, namely a Jack Eichel trade, by the time Sunday rolls around? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Good. Just nice wow. and to the point. Technically, this bachelor uh, trip is a sports angle because the first time, the way I met Nick was I was covering cross country at St. Bonaventure. So was he was he- a cross country runner. Yeah, he was a good runner back in the day. Good for him. Glean so that. was I. If If you have ever met me in person from this podcast, you would never believe it, but I used to be a good runner and skinny. I remember even fairly recently seeing you running around the hurdle area 
You no, I, I can still run technically. Still. Doesn't mean I'm good at it. I'm gonna go run after this podcast. Listen, it's gonna be you doing it is good. That that's honestly, yeah. I'm trying not to die. I think that's wise words for the listeners, everybody. How do you, everyone at home listening right now, tweeted us. How do you try to not die? Do you go for runs like Taylor? Maybe you take a walk with an animal, like I do with Ziggy. That's it's a it's a fun question. I'm I'm glad we're gonna start talking. Let's talk about mortality today, Taylor. Let's let's do something light, okay? Just like life and death, the meaning of existence. You know, what's your take? I think uh, I'm a big fan of being alive. Being alive is cool. Agreed. Agreed. Not sure, but I mean, like, I think if I get a deal, I get I get to be a ghost. But I don't think you get to make that deal before you die. So I'd rather try to keep pushing it off as far as I can, make it to like 2070, maybe. That'd be a good good time to make it. Good year. Oh yeah, you'll be you know in your 70s then, late 70s. So if I want to live to a reasonable age and also not be super fat in my 20s, my I kind of have to run, and I go to the gym every once in a while as well, and Mm -hmm. try to if I don't do either of those in a day, I try to go for a walk. And I do eat some vegetables from, I was just eating some carrots today, Come but on. really there's a couple of things hanging over my head here, not Please. even including my genetics, okay. which is uh, beer and fast food. Ah, Oops. yes. Those are some weaknesses I have. Ooh. Yesterday I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go meet my friends for a couple of drinks at Ballyhoo. I'll eat a health dinner before, but then it's like, uh, I got to work till seven. So I can't really do that. And I got, I'm kind of running late here. I was kind of moving slower than I wanted to be. So I had to go to checkers, no way around it. And I had to get their Buford burger, their spicy chicken sandwich, fries, and a medium drink Ooh, had baby. to be done. There's no way around it. Maybe. And then obviously right. we yeah. won't tolerate any checker slander from anybody because it's underrated all- Kings and Queens over at checkers. Okay. They have some great stuff and the deals there, the pricing there. Yep. Second you you won't spend an arm and a leg. You'll just lose an arm and a leg to diabetes. Eventually. True. Very true. So with that being, but that's a perk that just comes with it. That's true. Just speeding that whole process up. Speaking of speeding up the process of death, what is your favorite fast food joint? That's a great question. I feel like I have to go long-term. Like my favorite one to eat at right now is Popeye's. I, but I didn't have Popeye's once until I was almost 24 years old. I was like 23, 24. Oh my God. Me too. Cause they, they weren't around here. Oh yeah, that's fair. Well, even it's in other much- cities, though, I feel like I never really tried to like jump at it. We'd always get commercials for them here, though. Yeah, but love that never- chicken from Popeyes. No. Well, we'd get that, and we'd get um, Sonic, and we didn't get Sonic till just recently. That's fair. And have you Brendan, ever had Sonic before? I have. I've had the one in Chitawaga a few times. The Sonic that is almost equidistant between our apartments, actually closer to yours, uh, is soon to open. Where is it going? Er- Elmwood and Hurdle Corner. Come on, there's a Sonic going there? Yeah, it's almost done. Wow, interesting. There's also I, a Taco Bell going there. Oh, no way. I'm all right. I'm way more interested in that than I am. Okay, can we actually, while we're on the topic of fast food and you bring up Taco Bell, bring something yeah. up that I, I want to talk about that has in recent years become near and dear to my heart. Um, I may lose some Buffalo cred for this. I don't know what your take is. I know what you're going to say. But- Mighty Taco. It, you don't it, like it anymore? It has lost its luster. That's what people a, say. People are saying it low-key fell off. It, in a big way, it fell off. And you know what else? That oh, could be- Brendan, are you saying, are you saying that it high-key fell off? Very high-key fell off. Wow. And you know where else even more high-key fell off? 
Uh oh, I know. I think I know what you're gonna say Tim Hortons. Without question, Tim Hortons. Yeah. And I don't even like coffee, so. We talked about this on the podcast before. I don't like coffee either, but regardless of that, I have one heard from several avid coffee drinkers that their coffee has just diminished in quality just rapidly and and very just, it's just, it's a a dire situation over there right now. Beyond that, let's talk about some bagels here, Taylor, because if there's one thing that I am upset about that there's not a greater community for in Buffalo, it's the bagel community. They're really, you got Bagel Jays, no disrespect. I love Bagel Jays. Bagel Jays hung over on a Saturday morning when I'm waiting in line for 25 minutes to get my bagels. It's really a nice period of self-reflection while I sit (laughs) miserably in a hangover. It's the worst. It's the last time you want to reflect. (laughs) No, it it, it is. It's not that bad, you know. You know why also? Because right across the street from the Bagel Jays, there's a goddamn horse track like for lessons and stuff like that. Not racing, but literally they have like horse riding next door to Bagel Jays across the street. Swear to God, Delaware in her or the uh, Delaware Bagel Jays, like not on Delaware across the street, but the side street that you turn down to get into the drive through for Bagel Jays right across the street on that side street. Next time you go down, it's a big white building and they literally do horseback riding there. So it's extremely wow. peaceful. I'm a big horse. I like horses a lot. I think horse- horses are dope. Not in like a weird horse girl way. I just horse I boy very- way. Well, no, when I was very young, I was radicalized because I had seen a documentary about a horse, a racehorse that eventually ended up having to get put down. Is and- it Barbaro? No, it was not Barbaro, but I know separate one, but it struck me to my core. And from there, I've always had a soft spot for horses. So get to have this nice self-reflection in the summer, windows down, some nice fresh air. Smells like horse shit. Wait, no, (laughs) thankfully it does not travel over that far. Anyways, though, back to the the point at hand here. The bagel community is lacking in Buffalo and we need to talk about it. Quite frankly, even more than that, maybe we need to do something about it. How are you feeling about your work life right now, Taylor? Do we just open up like a gourmet bagel place in Buffalo? Because Tim Horton's, lackluster is being kind to them okay yeah for one the bagels are just not that good two there is no such thing as them correctly toasting a bagel there it's either the top of it is like black and burnt to like a disgusting crisp or it's flimsy and third and maybe worst of all okay a properly bagel or a properly cream cheese bagel can make up for lackluster bread. Okay. The problem is with Tim Hortons is they either give you one tiny little smidge of cream cheese or enough to feed like the town of Cheektowaga. Okay. That's, that's our, that's our second biggest town in here. Exactly. It is ridiculous. They'll either give you this tiny little piece of it that you have to, then you take off a piece of the bagel, you try and smear it around to get it onto the other parts so that there's at least a little bit of an equilibrium of cream cheese there, or, you open up the wrapper and it is a mountain of cream cheese that is surrounded by a bagel on either side. And I'm not going to lie. I think it's repulsive. I, I think it's, it's disappointing given Tim Horton's reputation in this area. And if you're going to be coming out here saying that, you know, you're a top notch place for, for coffee and bagels and donuts and whatnot, then you, you better live up to that reputation. If you don't, I'm going to call you out for it. And 
I don't know. Maybe we have to call Tim Horton himself upstairs and see, you know, what's Ooh. going on. Get these people together, you know. Get it right. To- this this is Sabres related. Um, we tied it back in. Yeah. But- so back to your original question, that kind of ties into what you're saying. People that like coffee say that Tim Horton's coffee fell off when Burger King acquired Tim Horton's. Interesting. Few, okay. Years ago, uh, which I think in that time their service fell off. Like I used to love Agreed. their turkey baking clubs. And now it's like, like you said, like, it's just inconsistent what you get. Like, is a Shibata really toasted right? Or is there like one pound of mayonnaise on one half and not much on the other? And then I have to spread it. It's like, that's your job to spread the mayonnaise. Is the cheese like good? Is the, how's the lettuce? Tell them. So that's annoying, but that does lead me to, you asked me about my favorites. So I really liked growing up. I was, you know, the the standard bearers of uh, McDonald's and Burger King. Mm-hmm. I also I liked Mighty as well, but little kids love McDonald's, and I did too. But when I was like eight, I got really into Whoppers. Once I was old enough to eat a whole Whopper by myself, I was Game over. Ec- ecstatic. I I still love Whoppers. I still save those Burger King coupons that they mail us. Me too. Oh yeah, I've seen them on your fridge. I saved those. <laughs> yeah, I they're right next you. to the picture, your baby picture that's on my fridge. I have <laughs> um, a baby picture on your fridge. Yes. This is the greatest honor of my life. You got to give me <laughs> one now. I will. I'll find one. I mean, I already have one of you in my wallet. So, you know, just so I can have one there too. I'm just joking. I don't have <laughs> I was going to be like, when did he get a picture? <laughs> no, um, no. So uh, anyways. I, though, I, I, and, and I get like, so when I used to be able to eat more, I guess it was easier to take down. Like I'm going to get a Whopper with cheese and some chicken fries on the side or mm-hmm. the 10 piece nuggets, which are pretty cheap. Uh, but now that's a that's kind of a struggle to do that. It's undeniable fries. also that Burger King is better than McDonald's, right? I don't know because I think McDonald's gets the versatility better. Like McDonald's has the fish fillet is much better than the Burger King's big fish. Um, there they have the different like I don't love Burger King's like double cheeseburger that's not a Whopper. Like McDonald's does a double cheese the McDouble and the triple cheeseburger that are great, and the McDonald's also has the hot and spicy. Well, let, all right, let's and they have better nuggets as well. I. Will say though, Burger King's chicken sandwiches, the new ones that they just came out with, and even the ones chicken. before, way superior to McDonald's. Way really? Superior. I tried the so I normally little inside scoop for everybody. Again, going back to my hungover eating habits, like two weeks ago, I was very pretty violently hungover, and I have this weird thing that like it's once every like eight to twelve months. I wake up in the morning hungover and there is only one thing that my body craves and it is McDonald's. I don't know why hmm. I have pretty rough experiences after the fact now. Cause I was like you when I was younger McDonald's on the weekends. Oh man, we weren't eating out on the weekdays, but it got to Friday and it was like, you know, my parents were going to get whatever 10 year old me get me in line at McDonald's and I will, I will throw down. Now my stomach just, does not respond well to it at all. So segue to get away from my bowel movement. <laughs> like two weeks ago, Jesus, I'm sorry. Two weeks ago, I end up going to McDonald's, like probably like 11:30 noon ish, and it was one of those days. I think it was like the day after I had a show or something, so I was out pretty late, and I just like wanted like a quick fix. And I end up going and getting a few things. And I ended up getting the new chicken sandwich that they just put out. And it was like, just beyond disappointing from like the taste of it was like, it was fine. It was, I'm not going to sit here and say it was bad. It was so small though. 
Like it was, it, it looked like the size of like a hot and spicy almost. Um, whereas Burger King, those chickings, those things are unmatched how good they are for like fast food. It's not at like Popeye's level. Cause I think Popeye's chicken sandwiches are just like in a league of their own, but the Burger King chicken, either the regular or the spicy one game over game over one of the best fast food chicken sandwiches i think i've ever had in terms of my enjoyment of it up there maybe something that you and i have in common with my like teenage years enjoyment of like a hot and spicy where you just take a bite and you're like damn this shit hits the spot like that is that's how i feel about the burger king chicken sandwich the chicken whenever i uh, get it i think it burger king situation is weird because like before before the Popeye's sandwich, everyone like had one chicken sandwich for the most part. And like McDonald's was obviously the hot and spicy or or the McChicken, like like the McChicken that's not hot and spicy that they had right. for a while. That's mediocre. Um, but oh. Burger King had the original chicken sandwich was like a small sub and it was disgusting. It was awful. It was nothing. I think nothing. they still sell it. I they do. Those, it's still one of their main menu items. They Who offers that? They, speaking of the coupon things that we get, they always will send those. Like they'll have yep. those included like for like two of them. And I'm like, dude, I will not. I'm not eating one of those things. Oh, those no, are no. awful. Someone uh, tweeted uh, when the Popeye's chicken sandwich wars happen. So if everyone's like, no, Chick-fil-A is actually better. Popeye's is better. Like some contrarians like the Wendy's is better. And people are like, what about the hot and spice? You can't forget about that. Wendy's chicken remember, sandwich is pretty good too, by the way. It is. It is solid. Uh, I remember someone just put a picture of the Burger King original chicken sandwich. Is like, they'd be back in the kitchen beating the shit out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, however, I should say, besides the chicken and the original chicken sandwich, they have another chicken sandwich. I don't know if it's always in the menu, but I've had it. I had it last year during yeah, quarantine. It, that which was is like the crispy chicken or whatever. It was the, it was the predecessor of the chicken. Yeah, it's and it's solid. It's okay. All right, it was pretty good. The chicken, though, I think definitely took it up a notch. Um, where we were talking about bagels before, weren't we? Too where? How do we even get here? Uh, oh, I tip uh, Burger King bought Tim Hortons. Basically. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. All so, right. but anyway, real quick though, like yes. McDonald's as well for me. But then my parents were like in middle school, like, "Hey, you gotta eat healthy," and I was like, "Ugh, why?" And then on the weekends when I would come to South Buffalo and you were there some of these times, I would walk to the McDonald's in Lackawanna with my, me and the pals on mm-hmm. Fridays and Saturdays and just go off. We would marvel at Quinn just. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. So Taylor's cousin Quinn, we talked about him on the show before. I, I've, I've known him pretty much since kindergarten. We actually, fun fact about Quinn and I, I think Quinn is the only person that I went from kindergarten all the way through college with like same year same everything yeah we went to elementary school together high school and college together and while we were at college we roomed together too we were roommates our sophomore year um but my god this man we would it would be friday night plans hitting up mcdonald's and quinn would just eviscerate half the menu (laughs) now folks when we say like eviscerate half the menu you may think like oh they're just screwing around like whatever no this was like a not even you know uh, people refer to like 16 17 year olds as as like kids still this was a like 15 16 year old man yeah would would throw back like and, and i'm not even exaggerating maybe like a big mac or two couple double cheeseburgers couple hot, hot and spicies, 
some like maybe a 20 pack of nuggets and a couple large fries. And he was like in shape, like Quinn. Like, oh yeah. Great athlete. Very great athlete. Great baseball player. Great hockey player. Like the dude was in shape and he just, I, I don't know how his body did not reject it. And, you know, obviously when you're that age and everybody knows that you're the guy that can just like, just toss food back like a vacuum that like, you know, you, you get a little bit of a, uh, clout with that and you know you want to really try and show out and prove people and so maybe that added a little bit into it regardless pressure or not that man stepped up to the plate and hit a goddamn grand slam every single time <laughs> i remember one time our other friend tim was there with us with uh, me and quinn and a couple other people and like they used to have on the back of the the placemats they gave you was the calorie count and all the all the nutritional facts for all the stuff and tim and like i think it was you know what? Quinn wasn't there for this. It was me and Tim going back and forth to see who could eat the most calories. And I was at like 1500 and I was like 130 pounds. So I was kind of tapped. And Tim was like, I'm going back in. And Tim got like a thousand calories, more stuff to put himself over 2000. And I I just interject very quick. Wait, over 2000. Good Lord. Yeah. It's easier than you think. I need to interject very quickly. Continue on with your story, but we have- break- That was it. He just beat me. Oh, well, we have breaking news on the podcast right now. Um, our third co-host, Ziggy, just learned how to open my sliding glass door for the first time, and he is currently out of my porch. So I'm going to do that while, Taylor, <laughs> you keep going. All right. So I think McDonald's was kind of versatile, but like at that same time, when you're eating that many different things, it was disgusting because I used to go with the uh, the beef- chicken fish combo which is just like getting a mcdouble a spicy chicken or two spicy chickens and a filet of fish with fries and a drink and they're fillable drinks obviously so that was it was a lot uh that that was kind of like in hindsight that's kind of gross and in fact i think a lot of people would be like eating fast food fish is gross but since i like kind of grew up with the filet of fish i'm i'm cool with it and if another place tried to do fish i don't think i would get into it like I don't think there's going to be a fast food fish war. Fast food fish. Yeah. Well, basically my point is uh, that I wouldn't get into any new fast food fish, but the filet of fish is grandfathered in. Like I said, the BK big fish is disgusting and I've never gotten to go to long John Silver's in all likelihood. Maybe I go once to say I did it, but most places won't do fish. And that's besides McDonald's. You say BK, the BK big fish. It's bad. I, I wouldn't want to try and find out. Yeah, honestly, don't waste a meal. You know it's bad. Uh, I Another thing with Burger King, though, that's another, uh, I guess, is uh, another important point in this in this war between McDonald's and Burger King and the battle for my soul is that me and our other good friend, Mike Drebot, used to go there and just, like, hang out for, like, hours. The Burger King on South Park. Like, like a senior in high school, we used to do that at all different places. Well, like South Park and Downing? Yeah. Nice. But then, like, that Burger King was our spot when we came back from college. Like, we did that. And I remember the last time we did it, it was, like, only, like, maybe a little bit over two years ago, three years ago. Just sit there for, like, forever. Reminisce. Uh, oh, yeah. I could get, like, I would get, initially, I think I would get a Whopper, chicken fries, fries, and a drink. And then we refill the drink, obviously. And then sometimes, we're like, well, it's been three hours. I might as well get something else. And then go and get, like, a Junior Whopper or something like that. Wow. And you know what? I did that all that my whole life. And it took until I started drinking beer to gain weight. <laughs> it's uh those damn metabolisms. Yeah. Let me throw something at you then, since we're talking about South Buffalo related things where, where you and I both hail from, you obviously moved a little bit after uh, 
living there for a little while of your your early days and then it had moved out but still you know obviously very close there having your roots there and, and going to time and everything so i want to actually ask you about south buffalo food specifically oh there are a wealth of good restaurants in general but pizza places specifically now i'm talking imperial is the one that always is you know for a lot of people at the top of the list of, of buffalo pizza um which is great i love imperial minios which is right around the corner from where i grew up love minios incredibly underrated even though it does have a pretty good good following um you got abbott pizza um where else am I thinking of? That's a uh, Jojo's Jojo's there was. Yeah. And then wasn't there uh, another place on Abbott that I'm forgetting? I think I'm. Uh, there was doctor's pizza back in the day. That was my all time favorite pizza. That was a great time there. So uh, let's let we can narrow it down to the big three, which I think if you would agree would be Imperial, Minio's and Abbott. How do you rank those three? Um, I love Abbott, but it's last. Abbott is real good. And I love it's another place. Pizzas. Yes. Oh. Magnificent. And I love, um, I love sitting down when they got their new place. Mm-hmm. Which I almost said a few years ago, like 12 years ago, 13 years ago. That's gross. Um, Cause I would have said the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Like that was a great place to go. Uh, I took some ladies there. Um, and then <laughs> <laughs> I did that as a big date spot. That's better than McDonald's. I mean, yeah, but you know, so it was a uh, lot of, I couldn't drive. So no, that's tough. That's tough. Um, so I'm going to Imperial second. I used to be like an Imperial hater because I was a contrarian, but Imperial is great. Their pizza is great. It's so unique. Their chicken fingers are my favorite thing on their menu. Ooh. Like I don't, I don't really get barbecue fingers anywhere else, but Imperial, they're fantastic. Really great stuff. And their new bar is fantastic. Uh, and I have not brought any ladies there actually. Uh, and then we'll go number Harry's one. walking around in the background. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one, Minio's. I love Minio's. Minio's is number one to me because Minio's is fantastic. It's the best pizza around here. Nice and greasy like I like it. You can't beat their pepperoni pizza. And it's maybe it's near and dear to my heart because it's where my grandma used to get her pizza from all the time. Oh, nice. She used to call and say, hey, it's Mrs. Nigrelli. And they'd be like, okay, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like. They, they also have a, like a great, great stuff down the menu. Like their chicken fingers are fantastic. Their wings are good. Everything they do is good. Apparently their antipasta is good, uh, which I wouldn't know. I don't get antipasta mm-hmm. anywhere, but it's great. I mean, I'd, I'd like to shout out my all-time favorite place, Doctor's Pizza, which is fantastic. Right. Really, yeah, it's been gone for like more than 15 years. And it's a really like, it was a, a grimy place. I really liked it. There. Connected and, to Molly McGuire's, right, on Abbott? Yes, yeah. And it was, it had its own bar as well and its own banquet room. And it was, it had my favorite chicken finger pizza. Wow. Oh, you know what? I do remember that that was really good there. Wow. Great stuff. Wow. Really good stuff. I would agree with your rankings, but I would say I have, I have Imperial and Minios in like a 1A, 1B situation. Right. Because they're like pizza is so different from each other. Like Imperial is more thick. I guess like thick yeah. seas to be honest. Like they it's really, really good. Um, I really like their sauce too. They and that's the thing too, is that their sauces are are both on the sweeter side, kind of, but like uniquely yeah. from one another. Um, like when you get like Imperial, you know that there's a good chance that it's not gonna be the cleanest meal 
like the since the pizza slices yeah. are so big and yeah but that's a good thing whereas i feel like minio's is a little bit more buttoned up in that sense and it's not as much of a not a challenge i guess but there, there, it's not as much of a hill to climb to to throw a slice back but both equally great in their own rights so i, I give them one a one b with abbott a tier below but again respect to abbott because the chicken finger pizza there is like the prototype for how chicken finger pizza should be my favorite growing up for sure and they also have really good calzones there too shout out ben wyatt (laughs) great stuff oh yes oh yes so the other place in south buffalo that's gone that i wanted to mention is manny's remember manny's on seneca street where was that it was like uh it was a little bit down from blackthorn like if you're coming up from kaz you would turn left it was pretty oh, close so to like the, towards like stevenson yeah but it's like yeah it's like the, by the main part of seneca street i would call it quote unquote okay okay great stuff there they were a bar as well but they had fantastic great place to go for lunch Ooh, i thought i don't really remember that i the name sounds familiar but i don't remember like eating there i'm not entirely sure nice i'll wow. take your word for it or else i would say we should go there sometime but Anyway, anything that happened with the Sabres, Sue? <laughs> I don't know. I, okay, so we could actually really talk. about. I love that we took like 25 minutes to, <laughs> to get to talking about the Sabres. I am curious. Do you feel as though... No, I shouldn't say do you feel as though because I know the answer is yes because it, it undeniably is. So let me rephrase that. To what degree do you think that each passing day further and further hurts Jack Eichel's trade value? Uh, or rather than his value what the Sabres return could end up being well the thing is it's like similar to restore it's like you only need one team to make the right offer but the, the further we go along the more I kind of think that his uh neck is becoming a bigger issue which uh I don't know it's not good makes me worried he has been skating for what it's worth there was uh actually pretty surprisingly he was skating in Boston, not the surprising part, but the surprising part is he was uh, decked out in all of his Sabres gear, which, got to be honest, did not think I would ever see him wearing Sabres equipment again. <laughs> I yeah. Really I mean, which Very... I guess is a good sign that he's skating, but I know that the neck injury, like, it's obviously still going to be an issue. Like, they have to figure out if he's going to get the surgery or not. But something that people have also been bringing up, too, that could kind of potentially help with whatever the return might end up being is retaining salary. And the more I've thought about it, the more I've read about it, I am really into the idea of doing that. Obviously, five years left on his deal, that might seem a little intimidating. And I'm not saying that you would retain half of his salary or anything like that. But I'd be willing to eat a couple or a few million knowing that at this point, you're two years out from Cousins needing a big payday. Um you know, I, on top of that, a lot of these younger, I mean, Darlene's going to be getting his, this off season, his payday, Yoki Haru, but he'll get paid, but it's not going to be nearly to like a, a high degree or anything like that. Um, you know, and then looking ahead, I mean, Owen power by that point will be coming out of his entry level deal. You still will in theory, you'll probably actually be having to pay whoever they take early next year, which is going to be a sizable contract. And you'll be in the last year though, of whoever they end up taking in 2023's deal. So it really doesn't scare me that much to retain salary. And I'm especially thinking now, like if that's going to 
get the price back up a little bit or your ask back up a little bit more. I have no reservations about doing that. Hell, I would even retain salary and throw even like Victor Olofsson. And if it means like getting back to somebody like Zagris, like I'm not letting that dream die until the day comes that I inevitably, and I want to make it clear that I'm not predicting this or think this will happen or have any kind of information until the day inevitably comes that my dreams get crushed and we probably end up getting the shit end of a stick on whatever this deal is going to be. I am still holding out hope that we may see Trevor Zegras in a Sabres uniform. It won't happen. It will not, but I irresponsibly am still going to allow myself to get my hopes up because what is being a Buffalo sports fan, if not unrealistic expectations, persevering. Mm. Interesting. That's I that's a good way to put it. We vision said that in uh, in WandaVision. Yeah, I think I read that in a Hallmark card. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I think further to our conversation today, I want to uh, have a request for our listeners uh, to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. So mm-hmm. I, we talked about a lot of places in South Buffalo and a lot of fast food places. And during quarantine and this not – not quarantine anymore, obviously, but this year where I'm still working from home and I've been eating a lot around Hurdle or South Buffalo, where I ever happen to be. And there's a few places I've been familiar with. I would like to get familiar with places that I I don't go to a lot. Like I'd like to go to the best place in like Sardinia, you know? So here's what I want. Either comment on Facebook or Instagram on the post of this episode or tweet at us and just say like where you're from and where I have to go. Within reason, obviously, if you live in like Southern Ontario, I'll try to get there at some point in the future. But like, let me know, especially Western New York, anywhere in New York. What's let's, that? Let's tag team it. Let's let, 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 let's have a date out of it. And yeah, go yeah. check this out. And then wherever people rec- like say that we should go to, we'll snap a pic when we go. Yeah. Put it out there. Give them the at and tell them thank you for uh, for the wreck. Yes. And don't say Sizzleburger or Mr. Sizzle. Sorry, Mr. Sizzle. I went, I follow, Mar- I follow Marcel Louis Jacques on Twitter. Um, so I knew to go there already. So I went there and it was great, but I have, I have tried it now. So I'm the worst and I have still not gotten to try there yet. And they follow me on Twitter and I still have not gone yet. So I, wow. I, it, that is like the textbook kind of place where I've been like asked about it frequently. And I'm like, yeah, I need to go there. I need to go. And I want to go. It's not just me. Like you know, trying to deflect and not really giving a shit about going. Like, I do want to go check that place out. So, hey, if you want to actually go, Taylor, we should go check that out if you would like to go again sometime. I'd go again for sure. But anyway, do that. And also, Brendan, should we do our chicken sandwich episode a week from today? Yes. No, wait, what if, oh, you know what would actually be good? Why don't we just do it for... Or wait, you're going to be gone all weekend. Never mind. I was going to say if we met up on. Um... On Sunday. Yeah. But if you're not going to be around. Well, wait, if we do that, though. So you're saying we knock out all of these chicken sandwiches in one one day. Yeah, well, well, what was our plan? We were going to get like roughly four pl- places and then i thought we were gonna do more which is why which i'm fine don't get me wrong i'm fine i don't think that it'll really break the bank too much if we do like five or six places and oh no but oh yeah just sandwich though just sandwich just sandwich but are we gonna do like that we like we do half a sandwich from each like we split just so like because you know limitations with eating these days (laughs) yeah you know how it is for sure um so yeah well we'll we'll have to figure out the logistics because uh 
the, the quickest route to get all of them so they can stay warm. Well, I mean, we have to think about this here for what our options are, because uh, so are we just doing fast food places, too, or are we going are we expanding? That feels like the most the fairest one to one comparison. OK, that's fair, then. So what do we got here? We'll go Popeye's, BK, Wendy's. I, mean, uh, I, I guess we could do the McDonald's one. I'll, I'll put myself through that again. <laughs> well, we could always do the hot and spicy instead. Oh. You don't got to tell me twice. Yeah. All right, and then where the hell else even does chicken sandwiches? Well, checkers, checkers definitely. Oh, checkers does. All right, that's five. Let's do like that, one more. Um, we can always brainstorm this. Too. Yeah, let's think about it. Okay, yeah, put some real thought into it. Wow, this is this was great. We yeah. recorded for probably over a half hour, and I think talked about the Sabers for maybe two minutes. So that was. <laughs> Good stuff. This is great because people are going to start listening to this episode and we're going to probably put on Twitter that we briefly talk about the Sabres, but we did it right in the middle of the episode. So people are going to have to scroll through and find it if they don't want to hear about our food takes. But lucky for all of you, our food takes are the most correct. So exactly, don't have to worry about that. We would never, ever steer you the wrong way. Absolutely. Do you anyway, anchovies are gross. Agreed. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a layup of a food take though. What's a risky food take that you have? Um, let's see. Hmm, I don't like mint ice cream. Do people like mint ice cream? Uh, I feel like they do, but I also don't like mint ice cream. Let's see. What's the one that I, I could get someone mad about? I could get somebody mad about. I could get you mad about something. What? I think bacon's overrated. Hmm. How does that make you feel? Are you a big bacon guy, aren't you? Or is it is Torin a big bacon guy? Torin, I, I no, I've been well. Torin's a big bacon guy. Yeah, I've always been a big bacon guy. Uh, but you know what? People on the internet in like 2010 ruined that. Yes, being like a big bacon guy. So now it's just Liking like well, bacon is not a personality trait. Yeah, it's just something and that's that's, how people were acting. It's one of the many things that uh, is slowly killing me. Wow, love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> um. But anyway, no, that doesn't make me. I mean, that's just kind of like overrated is a weird way to put it. I think it's great, great stuff. But do you think it's not substantial enough or you just don't like the taste? It's not that I don't like the taste because, I mean, I do like bacon. And I think that in certain instances, like it's good on burgers like from time to time. But I, I don't think it's anything more than a, a, a supplemental piece of a, of a larger meal rather than being... I don't want to say a centerpiece because I think you probably are like a sociopath. If you're just like, I am only eating bacon for this meal, nothing else. But even still, it, it just does not do it for me. And I think it's also, I think the other problem is that bacon is very inconsistent. Like you have to cook it just right. Whereas with other things, you could probably get away with cooking it a little bit too much or too little or not enough or whatever. But bacon it's got to be cooked i think pretty pretty perfectly to have like a full enjoyment of it and i also just i don't know i just i, I just don't you know it, it's so thin and i feel like it's very unhealthy and if i'm gonna eat something that's very unhealthy i want to like know that it's real like feel it you know like i want it to be a little bit heartier than just like some strips of bacon that ultimately are really bad for me but at the end of the day, like, I'm, I don't know. I just don't feel like very satisfied from it. 
There's no moment of satisfaction after I eat bacon. I'll put it that way. Okay. All right. My take that makes people mad is that milk sucks. That's what do you mean? Like just in general or? Yeah, not good. Not good at all, folks. What do you put on? Do you eat cereal? No, I quit cereal because milk sucks and cereals for babies. You should try. All right. I resent that first. <laughs> that is a take right there. Cereals though. for babies and old people. Name you me a cereal that's for a 28-year-old. You know what cereal is for a 28-year-old? A cinnamon Toast Crunch or Lucky Charms or... <laughs> this is what Cheerios. I'm talking about. Honey Nut Cheerios. Those are, those are oh, for... Oh, Honey Nut Cheerios is a good answer. No, I'm just... I'm over cereal. Oh. I don't want to buy a bunch of milk and then okay. have to have the milk. No, you don't... Don't buy like 2% or 1%, you know what you need to do that changed my life and got me back? Cause I was like you for a while. I was out of the milk game. I didn't like it. It, it was, wow. you know, something that, you know, we were force fed when we were growing up telling us it was uh, going to make us strong bullshit. Yeah. What the hell? I'm not strong at all. I know. You know what though you need to do to get your, yourself back on track. What? Oat milk. Oat milk is where it's at. You know why? It sounds even worse. So originally I tried almond milk. And I liked almond milk, but I ended up finding out that it wasn't like the best form of like non-dairy milk, you know, because there's like varying degrees of like, it's like the environmental impact. So I was, I had just doing some reading had found out that like oat milk for a lot of people is where it's at. And it's also the most, I guess, like environmentally conscious, like form in terms of its like creation and production. So like, I'm going to give it a try. Never look back. I will never buy a regular gallon of like 1% or 2% milk ever again. Oat milk perfectly satisfies exactly what I'm looking for out of milk, which is good enough for cereal, for, for baking if you need it and for cooking or whatever. But more important than that, regular milk, I feel like is like not heavy, but it's like thicker. Whereas oat milk has the the flavor that you would want for something like that but it's not like watery you know whereas like regular milk is kind of like thick oat milk is like the perfect what's the word i'm looking for um oh, thickness no not st- I'm, I'm talking like with like a liquid state um hmm. what is the word you you know what because once i oh, jesus it's gonna kill me uh, um, viscosity. No, 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 no. And not like, what is What would be the word for like texture for milk? Consistency. Consistency. Okay. That is what I was looking for. It is not like a watery consistency where it's, you would think it would be where it's like gross. It, it, it's good. Try oat milk. Come over sometime. We're going to have a bowl of lucky charms together or honey nut Cheerios, cinnamon toast, whatever you're feeling. We're going to, we're going to take a little stroll with oat milk and see what you think. I think it might surprise you. I, I want to get you back on the cereal game. I here's the other thing. Well, no other thing. I just don't like it. And I love <laughs> I love having meat at every meal. I like it. And I don't think it's having meat me. at every meal, every meal, baby. What's your breakfast meat that you normally have, like most regularly? A banana. A banana is tree meat. Did, did you really just say that a banana was meat? Is it tree meat? No, because it's not a meal. I just. I just have a banana for breakfast at like 10, 20. And then I'm like, hmm, lunchtime at like noon to one-ish or maybe a little bit after that. I don't know. Sometimes I'm procrastinating. Go off, have a big sandwich, a tall sandwich. What kind? Like turkey and or ham and or tuna, depending on what I'm doing. But a lot of times it's turkey. Turkey's you the can't You mix her- tuna? No, 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 no. 
No, no, no. I shouldn't say that. So I will. I'll mix turkey, turkey and or ham, ham works, but ham and or tuna did not work. <laughs> no, that was just a straight up or. The tuna is an or. Okay. Uh, but really, lunchtime, if I do tuna, I make a tuna melt or two tuna melts because that's roughly the amount of uh, tuna that's in a can. And then, or my other thing is like sometimes you can get those things at tops where it's like turkey and ham in the same container. Make it with turkey and ham, and okay. then add some like depending what, what's available, like a slice of cheese, a tomato, lettuce, onion, and some mayo on top. It's a big sandwich. They have some uh, sun chips with it, the healthier chips. Ooh, love sun chips. Those are Yeah, great. I'm more of a lunch guy than a breakfast guy, which is why it's easy I to agree. behind. No, that I, okay, that is a take I can subscribe to and get down with. Because lunch is definitely super. So are you a lunch or a dinner person then? Um, hmm. This is I a guess, circumstantial answer for me. So. Yeah, honestly, I'm more of a lunch person, I guess, but I love dinner as well. Food's great. Food is really good. One of my favorite things is eating when you're not, you're not super drunk. Like you're not end of the night, like blah drunk, but you're like relatively like you're in it. And you're like, all right, it's been like six beers. It's time for some food. That meal, nothing beats it. Could and not. a lot of times you feel better after. It really Could extends your night though. and or day need the fuel, man. You need the fuel. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go for a run. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck with that. I'm going to not do that. I'm probably, I, you know, I'll take Ziggy for a walk actually now. Where are you going to run? How far are you going to go? Uh, 10 miles. I'm going to try to do 10 miles. Serious? We'll see if I, if I end up at like two or three, then, you know, <laughs> that's just how it goes. That's good. Do you normally run 10 miles? No. That is, <laughs> I, was gonna... I never have. Well, enjoy your run. And everybody, we hope you enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend. This has been another episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. Make sure you're checking out both the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics on their respective websites and on your streaming platform of choice to take in all of the great podcasts and other content that they are both putting out. On top of that, you heard at the top of this episode, but this episode is brought to you by DraftKings and make sure you're using that promo code THPN at checkout to take advantage of great deals. Once again, that's promo code THPN. Use that at checkout and you will get some great deals on whatever it is that you're trying to bet on this upcoming weekend we'll be back with a new episode on monday as we had said before hopefully we'll have some news by then and hopefully taylor has a great time on his bachelor party that he's going to as well this has been another episode of straight up sabers we'll talk to you on monday have a great weekend <laughs>